Many fans of so-called reality TV might want to skip this installment of Perfectly Frank because I'm here to tell you, in the history of the genre, there has been one and only one true reality show. What was it? Well, I'll get to that in a moment. First, I'm sure you're wondering how I could make such a broad, sweeping statement. It would be easy to say, I have friends of friends in the industry, but rather than rely on hearsay evidence, instead I'll go with first-hand experience. I was with the proprietor of a music store who was excitedly telling me how he was filmed delivering a piano for a reality show when the producer came back in explaining he would have to deliver the instrument again. Why, the proprietor asked, the drop-off went as smooth as silk. Yes, the producer explained, and that's why we have to shoot it again. We need conflict. We need to create some kind of problem to make it more interesting. As it turns out, these shows are, in their own way, as scripted as television ever was. Only the actors, if you will, are unpaid, which may explain the proliferation of such programs. But what about the competition shows? Surely they're on the up and up. Are they? Good question. Some years ago, I was contacted by one of the major singing contest shows. I'm not going to say which because I'm not looking to get sued. As a voice teacher of some repute, they wanted to know if I had any candidates for their upcoming tryouts. I sent them the top student from our scholarship program, the consensus favorite of our Las Vegas audiences. To keep her company through the long process, another beginning, inexperienced boy student tagged along with her. Imagine my astonishment when they somehow wound up picking him over her. When I called to inquire how that possibly could have happened, I was told he was more of a fit for our storyboard. But I asked, isn't the object of your show to find the best singer? Abruptly, the person I was talking to needed to take another call. So, what is the one and only true reality show? If you guessed the old original candid camera, I'd beg to differ. They typically created the circumstances for any given bit. You know, planning a loud soup slurper at the lunch counter, just as a show like What Would You Do employed actors to set up confrontations. No, if there was one actual reality show, it was Taxi Cab Confessions, but only the first season. Thereafter, people were aware there could be cameras in their cab, and they may have acted out accordingly on the chance they'd get their 15 minutes of fame. However, that first season was extraordinary and mesmerizing. There was nothing artificial in the mix— People were going to take a cab anyway, and according to my father, who once drove a hack, they often get chatty with the driver. It frequently bordered on painfully real. There's never been anything like it before or since. The rest should be called 
pseudo-reality at best. What particularly baffles me is the popularity of some of these shows where cameras supposedly just follow people around in their day-to-day lives. Are our own lives so empty we have to live vicariously through others? If so, maybe the time spent watching them might be better spent changing your own reality. Sorry if I rained on anyone's parade today, but you can't say you weren't warned at the beginning of this podcast. Now it's your turn to take me to task, or pile on as the case may be. My email is frank at perfectlyfrankpodcast.com. Until tomorrow.